Everybody, that is the MCU's bleeding edge, the only MCU Marvel fandom YouTube channel podcast that starts off with ghetto delusional psychic readings. Um, I was gonna have that guy co-host the show, uh, but um, unfortunately, I could not um handle his uh his his fee. Uh, you know what he wanted to charge me to you know be on the show. Uh, he's in demand. Obviously, very popular. So, anyways, um, some po- some people who are uh, obviously much more popular than uh, Miss Cleo's cousin over there, um, William, the host of the Geek Gauntlet podcast with GNN, is back. What up, William? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me back, brother. It is always great to have you back. It's nice to see you, man. Thank you. And my brother from another mother, Andrew, from damn GNN2, staff writer extraordinaire, is back. Thanks for having me back, Jeff. Appreciate it. What up? What up, man? What up? It's always an interesting time. So, thanks. Are you feeling good? (laughs) Are you feeling good, man? I'm tired. I'm a little tired. I had a long day, so I'm a little tired, but I'm 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 here. Oh, man. Oh, so what's that mean? We're gonna we're gonna get the low the low energy version of Andrew tonight. I I, I make no guarantees. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. The only advice I can give you is just don't tell chicks that right before it's bed it's bedroom time because that that don't work very well. Um. Anyways, Gunner okay. making a second appearance on the Bleeding Edge. My man, what up, Gunner? Not much, man. How you doing? Shit, man! What are you kidding me? You're supposed to hang up on me when I say hi. How you doing? 
I've been awake for three days straight, man. I'm great. I'm loving it. Awesome. I'm telling you, man. It's awesome. I'm enjoying it. I feel good. How do you not uh, have a headache? I don't have a headache, but uh, but I've got that. I've been awake for 72 hours straight, like wariness and like uh and like uh, uh and like um soreness that you get in your body, that fatigue from like not sleeping and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty beat up, but you know what? It's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good, baby. So, MCU's Bleeding Edge, special edition, MCU News roundtable discussion with some fine gentlemen who love their Marvel, as long as it's not Hawkeye. Um, And, you know, we all like to handle our business. We grind it out. And we're going to put together a uh, hopefully entertaining humorous, informative, positive show tonight. So I just really quick want to shout out Geek News Now Network. Shout out David, Damon, Kat, Janae, Shaw, everybody. Shout out GNN, Chris, Debbie, Cam. Y'all are good people, man. Um, Minds of Creativity Network. Jay, my brother, uh, going to be hearing that name a lot in like the next six months to the, to the next year. So be prepared, people. Going to be some interesting shit going down over at the uh, Minds of Creativity Network, which we are a part of. Um, thank you to all our subscribers. Please like the video. Ring the bell. Follow the podcast. And that's it. Let's get after it. So, right off the bat, let's get this Hawkeye episode six promo, teaser, trailer, whatever you want to call it. Let's get it out of the way. And then we'll 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 watch it, we'll react to it. Kate, it's time. I just want to know you're ready. I'm ready. This Wednesday. The Marvel Universe is about to get a lot bigger. There's someone at the top. He's the guy I've been worried about this whole time. No name. Marvel Studios Hawkeye. Season finale streaming this Wednesday only on Disney+. Plus. Damn. Those, those things are so quick. It's like... You almost gotta watch them two or three times just to like really get an idea of what went down. But um, so basically, um, I'll tell you what, um, I am not disappointed with the Hawkeye series at all, at all. I'm telling you right now, uh, maybe I'm biased. I love Hawkeye, original Six Avenger, love Jeremy Renner, great actor, good man. Um, you know, but um, at the end of the day. There are some people out there that are hating on Hawkeye, the series, that they think it's not all that great. Um, And uh, I think they're wrong, bottom line. So before we get into the teaser, Andrew, your thoughts on Hawkeye. Are you positive? Are you in the middle? Does it suck? Where are you at? Uh I'm kind of got around to the seven out of ten. Uh, I've enjoyed every. I feel like each 
consecutive episode of Hawkeye is better than the one that precedes it. Mm-hmm. By the same time, uh, I don't know. I feel like for the most part, there's not that much happening. There's not a lot of uh, the story feels like it's moving at a snail's pace. Like there's only like six episodes total. But I'm liking the interactions, the all the stuff we get, like when we have uh, Yelena with uh, Kate, and they're having like the quote "girls' night out" kind of thing, like that conversation. It's really nice. Uh, when we have the moments with just Hawkeye and Kate, and kind of just like, you know, he's kind of like showing her the ropes, and she's kind of like showing him like some compassion and like, like don't treat me like just a kid kind of stuff. Like I like the interactions and the relationships, but I feel like the story is very slow. But for the most part, yeah, I like it. I like it. William, same question. I know I ain't feeling it. Um, but then again, I was speaking with Cat on the Geek Gauntlet um, last week, and Cat told said I should be looking at it from a new perspective, rather than looking at it as Hawkeye. Really need to look at it as Kate's origin story. And when you go back and you do that, it's been all right. It's been all right. So if you could take the focus off, off of Hawkeye, put it more on Kate, because it's 60-40, it's 60% her, 40% Hawkeye. Um, the series is a little bit more enjoyable, but I agree with Andrew. It's moving at a snail's pace, and it needs to really quicken. Um, now we got Elena. Now you see Kingpin in this. And we're what? Episode, what? Going to episode five? Going to the six. Going to six. Or it's the last one. Yeah. Well, why is everything crescented at six? I mean, it's like you're gonna get one big send off, and that's it. I mean, maybe there's no season two planned, but um, yeah, it's moving at a still's pace. It needs to. It, it needs to get there. It needs to hit home, and um, it's just been blah blah for me. A couple of good moments. You saw the air. The, the you saw the pim arrow. But for the most part, it has it has some good moments, but it's blah. Gunner, you think we'll get a season two? No, no, I don't think they plan on. I don't. I I was surprised when they announced Loki season two. Me too. I just think that these are going to be these small kind of one off events, and then we'll. I mean, we'll see Kate Bishop whenever they do a Young Avengers, or maybe a her and Elena, Yelena team up. But uh, I don't see a, see a second season. Okay. No but now, the premise of it. But but the other question now, where's, what's your take on the overall series? Where are you at with it? Are you lukewarm? Are you high on it? This might be my favorite Disney Plus series so far. For sure. Hey, hey, how about I'm, that? I'm enjoying I mean, I love the... It's different. It's not Falcon Winter Soldier, which was great. You know, where there were all these great action scenes. Like, what makes this show great is the interaction Kate and uh, and Clint, and then Kate and Yelena this week were great. You know, I love Grills. I mean, how, how do you not love the LARPer? They played a song from the Star Wars Christmas album in this series. How could you not love the crap out of that? Well, I do want to let the audience know that I am um, changing up my alcoholic beverage this evening. I am actually trying out um, margarita wine blend. Uh, It's wine mixed with margarita, I guess. Pretty good. I'm enjoying it so far. Tastes good. 
not quite as stout as that cheap, you know, malt liquor shit I usually drink uh, on here, but you know, it's all good. So, anyways, um, I'm gonna go ahead and just interject real quick and throw in that if I had to rate this series right now before seeing episode six, I'd give it a, I'd give it a six or a six and a half. Um, uh, for me, I give it a six, and then if um. If, uh, what's her name? Um, if Echo would make some more dirty faces and dirty looks and shit, like that, I could give it a six point five. She's so got a whole look. series to give. Tons of dirty faces coming up. Well, well we've only gotten seventeen thousand different scowls so far. So I mean, you know, I mean, I, um, I, I will give it uh, <laughs> if I had to. If I had to score it, it'd be a five for me because, like I said, it's just it's had its moments, but. For the most part, like I said, it's been blast. Well, listen, I would have given it a 7.5 if when Echo's dad died, if instead of reaching up for her face to touch her or whatever, he reached out and grabbed her titty. That would have been dope. See, this show has, has so many homages to that Matt Fraction comic. And that's what I love most about it. I mean, that car chase scene were like ripped from the panels of that comic. And the whole Lucky the Pizza Dog... I mean, there's just so much good stuff. How do you not love the track suits? They're talking about the they're going over the greatest track shoot suit wearers of all time. Tony Wait, Soprano. Oh, I left. I actually got up at 2 a.m. to watch this and I was laughing so hard. Garner, at wait a minute, oh, man. Wait a minute. We've been we've been talking on the podcast of champions, a good friend of the bleeding edge lately on Saturdays about this whole thing with the tracksuit mafia, and like we're all tired of it. I love it. I hope I mean, they fight the the LARPers in the finale. Like that would be great. And then what the LARPers beat their ass and like what we're supposed to laugh at it? Like that would be great. <laughs> bro, come on, bro. I will say I'm I'm happy that somebody is enjoying this series. <laughs> and I and William, I hear exactly what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, this is not fast pace, but I, I like the change. Like WandaVision. I felt was not very, it was not like a typical, like I thought a uh, Falcon Warner soldier was a typical Marvel movie. Uh, everything about it had the humor, had the, had the, the action, had the story. I, I really liked it. I think this is just something a little different where it's not your big action. It's not your typical Marvel thing. And I think that's why I like, and it's only six episodes. So I feel like, yeah, well, I do. I, mean, I feel, I feel you where you say that, you know, nothing really has happened. But I think that's it's the little things that make this like when it's like a bad anime OVA. Eh. It's like a, just a, a bad like a six episode OVA. It's just, it's just to me, it's just bad, you know. Um, kind of like Mo Diver back in the day, you know, uh, a bad anime OVA. Um, and again, it's had its moments to me. It had some good moments, but for the most part, no. And I think I also think on uh, an issue with this show was the timing of things. Um, it could have gotten you could have had a little bit better time when introducing characters on this show too. Um, again, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be a season two. But I think this is just pretty much let's throw this out, see how it works out, give show Hawkeye some love, and move on to Doctor Strange. Well, I want to throw it out there right now that uh, as far as Kate Bishop goes, it's a good damn thing that like I'm not throwing a tracksuit on and joining the tracksuit mafia because if I was in that bitch with my tracksuit on and whatnot. Dude, and I, and I tangled with her, bro. I'm sorry, but like, I would rock her ass, dude. I would jack her up so quick with one punch, she'd be done. 
There wouldn't be no. no say, and, and K and, and K is what I have to look at because, like Cat told me, um, in order to get any value out of this series at all, it's pretty much a story about her. Hawkeye's just there to move the story along, but the series seems to be more. Yeah. yeah, it seems more about her. So when you look at it from that perspective, you get value from it. But when you look at it to me from Hawkeye's point of view. Same stuff. Yo, she yo, she needs a second season, bro, to like train with Hawkeye more or whatever. Cause I'm telling you, dude, like my read on her during the series is like, bro, if I fought her one on one, dude, I would hurt her, bro. I would fuck her up. You will um you'll probably see more of her training and things like that in Young Avengers. Like if she's gonna be in the Young Avengers at her you need to, level, yeah, yeah. Then, I, then I should be on the Avengers. <laughs> I thought the same way about Black Widow. I thought it was secretly a Yelena story. More Ooh, than that's an interesting viewpoint. That's an interesting viewpoint. Ooh, I did, Yelena, I did think Yelena, Yelena, Yelena was the best part of Black Widow, in my opinion. She so was. I, kind of I want to be clear. Yelena would probably jack me up if I tried. Well, if I tried well, to well, I, well, being a Scarlett Johansson fan, you know, I would still say that Scarlett is awesome. But I get where you going. I get where you going with that, and it's another way to look at it too. Jeff, what's up, man? What's up? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm late. What's You're up, good. Jeff? You're good. You're good. Everybody, y'all know Jeff, right? Except Gunner. Hey, what's up? I had to eat my Applebee's. There's no way I could turn down Applebee's. We all know we're good, man. We I got pizza coming, so I feel you. Yeah, you man. That hey, two for twenty-five. That two for twenty-four. Jeff. We yes, got, sir. We've got Gunner here. You, you haven't you ever you haven't you haven't met him yet. He's up in the top uh, left hand corner. Gunner, this is Jeff. What's up, Jeff? What's up? Nice to meet you. Yep. Everybody yep. else I've met, I think. Yep, yep, yep. At least once. At least one time. Or more. Yeah, most definitely. You've all already seen Spider Man. We're not talking about Spider Man, not yet. Okay, not yet. But I want. I haven't seen it yet, so I want. I want to get back to what Gunner said because that was kind of interesting. You just can't pop that out and don't explain it. (laughs) You just can't say something like that and not explain it, man. Well, I think that's. I think you know what I said, Jeff, was that I felt. I felt like Black Widow was more of a Yelena story, kind of disguised as a Natasha story, which is kind of what this is with Kate Bishop. You really, honestly, I disagree with you on that. I did not get a vibe from Black Widow that it was a vehicle for yelling the Belova. I didn't well, get I mean, that they, vibe. They were setting her up because she's the future, you know. Yeah, but you know what? You can you you can set her up and still have the tone and the the uh, the the core of the film be revolved around Natasha, and I think it did. Yeah, yeah, it accomplished, Jeff. Black it accomplished both of them, I think. All of all of the impactful moments in the film, all of the powerful moments in the film, all of the emotionally powerful moments were all with Natasha. Plus, I think we're gonna yeah. see. I think we're gonna see her again in that role. It might be, you know, mm-hmm. time jumping or dimension jumping or whatever. But I think we'll see. Or dude, after um, that lawsuit that she had and whatnot and everything, unless unless Disney and Marvel are willing to pay her forty-five, fifty million dollars to come back, she's not. Oh, she's already. Oh, she's already. She's already been. Um, She's she doing something with role. it with Marvel now. Yeah, she's already shooting yeah, she, another role with him. So yeah, yeah, yeah she's but, tied to produce something with uh with Feige, I believe. But there you I'm go. Not sure what, there but you go. Hold on. As a producer. Hold on a minute. Thank you for bringing that up, Andrew. Good point. Because look, we all you had to figure, you all had to know that once she got done with Marvel, her the next step for her was going to be producing, directing. You know, like that's what she was going to do. 
See, I just don't think she's done. I just don't think she's done with that role yet. I just don't think she is. I think she got one more in her. You know what? I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. I think I think she'll be back. Yeah, I think she'll be back. Because she's got loose ends. cheap in her whole day. Like the send off. She's got loose ends to tie up. But she's got loose ends. Loose ends to tie up. She put her time in. She put her time in in the MCU and with that character, she's done. Yeah. One more time. One more time. Because she, because she's got some stuff to to tie up. So Bro, I think she made a lot of she, money. She, she, she made a lot of money. I think you'll see her one more time. Because nah. there, there, there's, there's fan there's fan rumors about did she really die? Nah. They still game, gotta so. tell us what happened in Budapest. Right, right. What the hell happened? We're never right. gonna they see it. They did it too tell much. us that was the bombing at the at that one building where she talked about killing her, kid. killing his daughter. We talked about killing what's his face, his daughter. Is that what Drake they're talking off. about? Drake Break off. Yeah, yeah. They that, mentioned that, that was the Budapest, Budapest incident. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They mentioned it in Black Widow. Yeah. No, but listen, yeah. seriously, ScarJo. It's already been rumored. She wants. She, she's. Uh, I'm not saying she's done acting. She might take a break, but um, she's got money. She made a lot of money off Marvel Studios and Disney, and like uh, where she's at now, like in her progression as an actress and, and in her life at her age, she's at a point where. She wants to grow her brand and maybe like uh, you know, put a magazine out or some shit. You know what I, I mean? Or, you know, direct. I don't think movies. it's I don't think it's a main role that she'll come back for, but I think she'll come back for a cameo. I think she'll be open to that. I think she'll be open to that. Why would a lot you of actors are a lot wait of a actors? Wait a minute. Are, Why would you bring back a dead character for a cameo? <laughs> If you if you did her her sequel, if you did that, and if you're already bringing in multi-dimensional or or time skipping or whatnot, it goes it goes hand in hand. Man, I don't I don't want to see a multiverse, Natasha. I don't want to see that. We already did in What If. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's true. And, and 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 like I said, it's possible, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know you guys. I don't believe that it. no one is like unless the unless you're dead. There, if there's a reason to bring you back, they'll they'll bring you back. And it's comics. It's the world of comics. Is anyone really truly dead? You don't think they would do a flashback story to like Luke Black Widow? No one's really truly dead. If they want to bring you back, they'll find a way to bring you back. You know, they Gorilla Grodd supposedly died in Justice League Unlimited, but if they want to bring him back, they'll bring him back. Jeff, go ahead. Get in here, Jeff. I mean, you don't think they would do like a like a flashback, an origin story of, say, like Black Widow, you know, chasing down when she first met the Winter Soldier, you know, one of those no. older stories. No. And you don't think they would do a flashback? No. See, I no. do. I think they would take that character and spin off into origin stories. At some point, Marvel Studios has to distance itself from some of that past. They have to. They have to. They have new characters. They're introducing, yeah. they're introducing new characters every couple months. They're going to have a new Avengers. They have to eventually start to put some separation. Yeah, but some of those there. new Avengers aren't going to sell, brother. Exactly. And some of those some of those exactly. new characters aren't going to take off. Some of them are going to bomb. Just like they've bombed in the comics. What about I this mean, guy? You think this guy can make it for the Avengers? Diamond Days and Ninja Tate and Flakes. 
Danny let me see the sign there. Come on in here, Ninja. This here's my Ninja at the Diamond Dave's Ninja School. Come on down. What we're going to teach you, I hold that door. And what we're going to teach you in the first episode is a proper stance and a proper kung fu. And uh, you got your Judy chop, all right? You got your karate chop, and you got your ninja chop. Now, what smart thing to do is like uh, when you use a, a judo chopping, you got to say it, uh, you know, for you beginners, you know, like a Judy chop. Because what you don't want to do is like a be a Judy chopping and a kung fu kicking, and there goes your leg. You know, there ain't much hollering for a one legged ninja out there. Right there. Hard as a rock, buddy. Let me show you something. I'll have last time, baby. Don't put it in front of your face. I don't want to hurt you. But you got me? Now, what we're going to do here, we're going to work on the ninja chop. So what we're going to do. Uh, you go a ninja chop. Well, uh, well, now see, now sometimes it don't always work for a ninja. You know, but it's, it, it practice uh, makes a perfect. Don't go ninja, nobody. Don't need ninja. All righty? Now, them things there, if I was put them in my pockets, they'd get me for consumer of a deadly weapons. They say you got your son fella coming at you out in the trailer park. Regular cannon backer, you say? No, says I. Watch this, people. Yeah, we just rolling through the trailer park. What's that? What's that thing doing? Ninja start! Right there. That son fella jumps out behind a trailer on me. You know, you got a football out yonder like that, and, and you can't get caught up in your ninja outfit, you know. And like if a fella's coming at you with Dude, yo, that guy what? lived right next door to me, man. <laughs> yo, 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 what was what the hell was that weapon he pulled out there? The, was that a crack pipe? Like it looked like a damn skull can or something, didn't it? <laughs> Where did you find that? That guy, that guy that he said oh, that he put that in, that is his interview tape for the uh special Olympics Avengers. I do that 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 dude don't stand a prayer. Oh, that dude! It's amazing that something like that probably that dude's probably popular as hell from that video. Dude, that guy could beat Kate Bishop's ass. Alpha Flight will whoop his ass. Puck will whoop his ass. Ninja <laughs> chopping man, Puck will whoop his ass. North Star beat his ass, and that's bad. I was watching Andrew during that. Andrew just like put his head back and he's like, like oh, man. Hell, man. <laughs> I already saw the clip, so I'm like, oh, this is going to be like another minute. Like, okay, let me rest my eyes for a bit. <laughs> I swear to God, every time I see Andrew, he always looks like he's stoned. <laughs> no, I just I had a really rough night. <laughs> you got those sleepy eyes. I know, man. I got you. Nah, yeah, man, man, Jeff, that's just, that's just how Andrew man. does it, bro. He's laid back like you, man. that. He's laid back. <laughs> I was up last night playing Gitchin Impact, so I feel you. <laughs> How is that game, anyways, William? I've always been interested, but I never tried oh, it just because, like, I, it, I heard it's like one of those like, gotcha games. So I'm like, kind of apprehensive. I love it. I love it. It's a great game, man. And, it, and it's an open. Does it drain world. your wallet or no? It can. It can if you let it. But I haven't really been doing anything as far as pay to win with it. I'm just going through the story. Trying not to spend money. It, it would probably be behoove me to spend money to get through the story, but um, you don't necessarily have to. But um, mm -hmm. it's a good long story, and it's something that you can really get immersed in. I love it. Mm -hmm. Sorry for that tangent. All right. <laughs> but hey, man, listen. Until you see one of my tangents, 
That's a mini tangent. That's not even a tangent. Just wait till I go right. off, man. It, it gets interesting. But anyways. Uh, all right. So as far as the actual uh, promo teaser goes and whatnot, we saw that quick, like, portion shot of Kingpin with, with the stick, with the, you know, with the walking stick and everything and whatnot. Um, there wasn't much to it that really stood out to me, really. Um, I saw that one scene, that one picture where they showed Vera Farmiga, Kate Bishop's mom. And I mm-hmm. wanted to put it out there real quick that going back to like episode two and three on like four or five different podcasts, I said that I thought then that Vera Farmiga would end up being either the main villain of the show or like the runner up. You did say that. I remember that. You yep. did say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you tell me, guys, Garner, what's it look like? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. She's one of the main. Yeah. She wanted a bad guy for real. She's definitely sinister. Yes, she is. Yo, I mean, hey, honestly, look, everybody can't be perfect. Everybody can't be a saint. You know, like, I mean, you know, um, she lost her husband, you know, and, um, you know, that, that kingpin money is good, man. Shout out to Michael Clark, then. Um, Michael Clark. Oh, I, I miss that kingpin. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Um, I love that kingpin. I like that movie. Like, oh. I mean, it's not great, but that movie made me smile. He's like, did, I was raised by the streets. <laughs> he does like the whole, like, I can't do anything. <laughs> I mean, John Favreau is Froggy Nelson. That's and awesome. the thing that killed, and the thing that killed me about that movie it was so freaking dark. You couldn't really see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was foggy, huh? I forgot about that. Yeah, he that. was. He was. Yep. Yep. I forgot. So, guys, does anybody have anything, any thoughts, any comments um, off I'm that, just I'm off a, that a, teaser? Go ahead, I just, wish, I just wish we would have got Kingpin sooner. I don't think we're going to see much of him. I mean, I think that little clip we got might be the only thing we're going to get of him. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm thinking, man. I mean, they're going to have to tie a lot of stuff to, uh, together in this next episode. Yep. I mean, I've read. I, I, I read I, that they said it was going to be the longest episode yet. I heard that too. It's going to oh, be the longest just, one. And I'm just thinking that there's no season two coming. They just put this together to see how far it will. How far? Hold on, William. Right, just because you said that, I'm mm-hmm. going to jump in and just say right now, mm-hmm. I will put a. I'll go as high as a seven out of ten that we'll get a second season of Hawkeye. I'm at a seven <laughs> out of ten on it. No, we're going to get the Echo spinoff instead. Yeah. Yo, oh, hey, I mean, Hawk original. Which is cool with me. Man. Which is cool with me. I ain't got a problem, Echo. Look, I don't think that they'll bring uh, Jeremy Renner back in, but I guarantee you we'll see Kate Bishop again. Oh, heck yeah. As well, Hawkeye. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. She's getting groomed for multiple things. She's going like, to be in a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's going to, I mean, I she's going to be I doing think, quite think, a bit. I'm sorry, Jeff, but I think Jeremy Renner wants to stick in the MCU if he can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, honestly, I think it may not be like a like what we're seeing now. He could. He's got the kind of uh, leverage. Probably like a Hulk role or he's something. He's got the kind of pull with Marvel Studios. He's got the kind of fame with the fandom and whatnot to where if you wanted to like kind of put pressure on Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios to make a second season happen, he could do it. 
Plus, you can put him, you can put that Hawkeye character in a whole different stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah. lead, he, he's, he's leading, he has led so many teams. I would love did, West Coast Avengers. Yeah, if they did Wonder Man, give me yeah. Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. If they right. did West Coast Avengers with Hawkeye as the, as the leader, that would be fun. That's what I was fixing to say. If, if she is Mockingbird, which that it seems cool. like that's pretty much what, what's going to happen. Then that opens the door up for a lot of stuff. And I mean, I hate to even say this name because it's been said a thousand times, but Mockingbird plays a huge role with Mephisto. Yep. Because Mephisto killed Mockingbird. And originally, if I remember, that's how Ronan became Ronan. Jeff, Clint's wife is not Mockingbird. Well, that's see, I think that watch, I still think that watch belongs to Matt Murdock. I may be wrong. Well, I wouldn't be. The only Mockingbird I know we've had is the one from Agents of Shield. I don't know if she's still canon. The yeah. Yeah. Paliki. Right. I can't remember her yeah, name. Yeah. No. Yeah. It would surprise me if, if Clint's wife maybe was a Shield agent of some kind, like a desk agent, an Intel agent. I just agent think it's because like she's been married to a Shield agent for so long. You know, she just she knows the deal. Yeah. It's, an interesting, it's interesting. It's an interesting wrinkle. Um, Andrew, you have any thoughts on that teaser, that promo? Um, not really. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how they end up in Rockefeller Plaza or like the, the skating rink, which looks clearly it's going to be Rockefeller. And they even mentioned it like in the, in when Yelena is talking to Kate Bishop about like, uh, like, like, oh, what sites and like places do you recommend? She recommends like, oh, Rockefeller Plaza. So I'm like, okay, they're clearly like teasing like that's going to be. Like kind of like the 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 showdown of the show. That's probably going to so, be at the, the Christmas party. Her mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like a it looks like Rosa though because it's outdoors at night and you see like the skiing rink. So I'm yeah, wondering, is I that mean, maybe that's that where the party is. Maybe that that'll be their Nakamura Plaza, like in Die Hard. Oh okay. Yeah, shout out to yeah, Bruce maybe. Willis. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I just want more Jack Duquesne. Or Jack Duquesne. I love you. Yeah. He is. Great, I like the mirror, when she's interrogating him, he's just like, Thanks for mm-hmm. saving the world. Like, every time he's on, I love it. I hope he's just that aloof that I don't think he is. He plays that role, I think she set him up. Yeah, he does it. So, I, no way he stays arrested. No way he stays arrested. He's great. I love him. I, I want more of him. That mustache. I'm the best mustache in the MCU. That's the best stash ever. He needs to twirl it more, like in the comics. Yeah, pull Bowen. like a Raleigh fingers. Rocky versus yes. Bowen. Rocky Bowen. <laughs> you think he's gonna pull off that purple suit, or probably not? I don't know. He needs to keep it. I I, I don't know, man. I don't he needs know. To keep it. That's a perfect casting, too. Perfect casting. Yep, most definitely. Yeah. No, most definitely. It's been a very interesting series. Um, I think episode six is going to be great. Um, I'm not going to try to go ahead and like uh, preview rate it or anything like that and whatnot until I see it. But I'm definitely optimistic. Um, and I think the series has been pretty good. I think it's been, you know, about as good as I thought it would be, I guess. Um, you know, 
It hasn't really shocked me or surprised me or blown me I away. Wish it, I wish it was a little bit longer, but yeah, I, yeah. I like it. I mean, how come we can straight? How come this can be ten episodes? Yeah, six episodes, man. I just it's it, it's I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to Netflix thirteen episodes day. deal. I mean, the first one did drop too. I give yeah, them that, but it's only five weeks. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird it's because weird. like Wandavision, I felt was like one or two episodes too long. And then Loki, I felt was like not long enough, so it's like hard to, it's hard to see which shows deserve more time and which deserve less. So, what do you think about what do you think about Winter Soldier? Do you think that series went about long enough? Winter Soldier felt perfectly like long enough, felt perfect. It didn't like outstay its welcome, and it didn't feel like there was too much we were missing out on. Right. Felt like a movie, yeah. Kinda, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I still but, say Falcon got to be a better fighter, but that's just me, I guess. Yeah. I still got to say though, uniform wise, the the Captain America uniform was absolutely kick ass in yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's probably the dope. best comic accurate costume I've seen. Like I said, outside of Wanda in 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 Wandavision when she's in the the maxed out Scarlet Witch red maroon red uniform, you know, the mm-hmm. X Men uniform, I guess. I um. Like I said, I just think Falcon needs to be a better fighter. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with that they, they, they may make it a little more interesting. They may put some some more martial arts in there. Yeah. He really you know? needs that. If he's going to succeed in that role, he really needs it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I ain't got the super- Shang-Chi training or something. <laughs> yeah, because he ain't got the super soldier serum. I definitely want to see a more darker Winter Soldier, though. Ooh, I don't. I don't like this even kill, laid yeah. back Winter Soldier. I want to see the full blown assassin. Right. Unless, unless unless they do flashbacks, you're not going to see it. I know. Yeah, he's been deprogrammed, so that'd be hard right, to right. get him like edgier again. Yeah. I wish they had waited on the deprogramming a little bit longer, though. <laughs> But I know they had to do what they got to do. It worked. Still works. Well, moving on from Hawkeye. Good topic. Good segment. Moving on from the direct.com, who I'm going to be talking to very shortly. Um, the article, the first one, is Avengers 5, Joe Russo responds to MCU return and Secret Wars rumors. Just to give it a quick skim, Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige have developed a strong track record of discovering hidden gems in the movie industry and turning them into Hollywood stars. From Tom Holland to Hiddleston, the studio has proven its ability to nurture talent and arguably their biggest discovery became became the camera, I guess it was supposed to be behind the camera, with the Russo brothers. Coming from a sitcom background on community the duo got their first big break with 2014's Captain America the Winter Soldier and have since gone out to direct Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. Um, with two highly regarded Captain America flicks under their belt, on top of the Infinity Saga's climatic Avengers installments, fans are eager to see what Russo Brothers do next. Since their last stint with Marvel, directing duo have reunited with Thor actor Chris Hemsworth for Netflix action thriller Extraction, and Spider-Man's Tom Holland for the gritty crime drama 
cherry. Now here to the meat. As phase four, phase four moves forward and speculation builds towards the inevitable Avengers 5, many are keen to know if the Russo brothers will be coming back, something one after the duo is now addressed. Endgame co-director responds to Avengers 5 rumors with Phase Zero's Brandon Davis. Um, Russo spoke, uh, excuse me, Joe Russo spoke to Phase Zero's Brandon Davis about his potential MCU return. When asked if he and his brother, Anthony, are ready for a potential Secret Wars project, the record-breaking filmmaker confirmed he doesn't know the direction of the MCU's heroes, but it may happen one of these days. He says, eh, you know, one of these days, we'll have to see how this all shakes out. I don't know what they're going to do with all these, these characters. Uh, you know, we love those guys, and I can't say one way or another, but I work with them in a heartbeat. Best working experience of our careers. They'll like family to us, and you know, we love this material, and we love the fans. Um, So... There's really not much else on here that's all that interesting. The Russo Brothers' next MCU project. Um, they have some some ideas. I don't see them doing anything if it's not Secret Wars. So going off of that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and go around the table. What would you rank 1 to 10? Um, the likelihood that we get the Russo brothers back directing in the MCU, starting with you, Andrew. I think it's very likely Uh, number eight, nine, maybe eight, probably feel safe just because I know they have said like, Oh yeah. Like we're open to coming back. Like for like the right story or something. And like, I don't know if it would necessarily be for secret wars or maybe some unannounced project down the line. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, Gunner, but aren't they like attached to? Aren't they supposed to do at least one Star Wars movie, if not like a trilogy or something? Or did that? I mean, change? that's the rumor. But Kevin Feige is also supposed to be doing, and Taika Waititi are both attached to Star Wars projects. So yeah, so um, I don't know how soon that would be, but yeah, there's no way I think they, you know. I imagine at working like together and like making like amazing Marvel films, like they're gonna probably get an itching for that again. So I don't, I think it's extremely likely they'll come back. I just don't think it's gonna be like for something that's already announced. I doubt it. So something probably down the line, they're gonna get bored or I don't know, uh, restless on their resting on their laurels and they'll be back for something else. So for sure, like a eight, eight, nine, eight. William, what do you got? Eight. Eight. I, think, right. I think I think they'll be back. They have a, a proven track record um, to make successful films. The relationship with Marvel is already there, so I think they come back. Garner, they'll be back eventually. I mean, it maybe not in the next five years, but if this ever starts taking a dip, that's Marvel's key in the back pocket. You know, mm-hmm. um, they'll be back. They'll be back. Man, probably not anytime soon. Maybe. Uh, I mean, Secret Wars is a good possibility, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, they seem to be interested, and there's no reason not to have them back. Like a little like title card, like the Russo brothers will return. Yeah, <laughs> so nine, I'd say. I mean, nine Uh-oh. and a half. Going with a nine, Jeff. What do you got? Eight point two two one three. Super specific. I love it. I love it. You got that decimal point going. 
8.2213 that they'll do it. I don't know if they'll do a Secret Wars or not, but it'd be cool to see them do it. I don't know how they would do Secret Wars. That would be cool. Because, That'd be cool though. You just have to, you just gotta bring some characters back. That you right, that brings a lot of Inhumans into the picture, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yep. you still got they still got to introduce Black Bolt and yep that whole group. So well, I don't did. know how they, they do it. Like, yeah. I guess they could. I mean, do it again. <laughs> just pull the people from that failed TV show. You know, they can do anything they want to. They've proven that. that. I mean, trash. I think if they do Secret Wars, I don't think it'll be just like the comic. I, no, think, no, uh, no. I think it'll involve uh, instead of that Doctor Doom role. I think it'll be uh, it'll be Kang in that role, and I think that's where we'll see uh, Tony Stark again. I think that's where we'll see Captain America again. So it kind of makes sense that that would be the project that the Russos come back for if they're going to go back. Heck, I think that's where we're going to see you know some of the the X Men, you know that some of the Fox X Men. That bring you a storm, that's for sure. That bring nice. Maybe that's where we'll get Ben Affleck's Daredevil again. You got to bring in storm, that's for sure. Got to bring yeah. in storm. That's one thing, honestly, that I was thinking about. Just, just to get off topic, real quick, guys. I was thinking about the other day that um, it's one of the things that 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 ultimately also sucks about the fact that we lost Chadwick Boseman is the fact that with the whole, you know, uh. uh Black Panther himself, like the character being kind of like uh 50-50 right now. We don't know what we don't know where it's gonna go. Um, that kind of uh like uh takes so takes some energy away from the potential uh appearance of Storm in the Black Panther universe mm-hmm. as Black Panther's girlfriend slash wife. Yep. yep. You know. I really like what the guy uh ah oh, crap. Uh what Lord uh Jeff helped me out. He was on the podcast with you. Um Lord Deathman? Yeah, yeah. I think he was on with us the last time I was on. But I liked what he said about going back to the original Black Panther. You know, and going back and, and bringing up the original Black Panther. You're talking about his dad. Right. You know, and doing that story like that, but I mean, I don't know. I just I can't remember exactly how he put it, but the way he put it was awesome. It made total sense. But well, we're going to talk about Black Panther in two minutes. But I want to go ahead and just drop in that I'm going to go with the Russos coming back. I'm going to go one to ten. I'm going to change the game up and say three point five, because I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you, my thing with it is. They've already talked about how exhausting, time-consuming, insane it was to direct Infinity War and Endgame back-to-back and everything and whatnot, what that was like. Like, the toll it took on them physically, mental, like mentally, medically, health-wise, you know what I'm saying? And um, honestly, I don't think they want to come back and go through that shit again. But that's why, what, like... But like Gunnar was saying, that's why you give him a five year break. Mm-hmm. You know, or just one film, years, not two, not for just bad. one film, not a back to back or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they already flat out said one of them did that. The only way they come back would be Secret Wars. There you go, and you can do it. If They're they, doing Secret Wars. If, if they maybe not now, they'll do it eventually. If they figure out how to do Secret Wars, it will end up being filmed. And shot and produced 
just like the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. They'll do it all together. They'll do two or three movies all together. Oh, that's not the that. same as Secret Invasion, right? Because that was the one that was announced, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Secret Invasion, Secret okay. Invasion is, is yep, the yep. Uh, Disney Plus series with uh, yep, yep. Nick Fury. Yep, yep. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I really hope they do a good job on that. They will. I'm surprised really that it's on Disney Plus. I thought it would be a huge movie, Secret Invasion. Me too. Nah, you know what? Um, it could have been, but the fact that Brie Larson has to be a central figure in it, you know, it's a game changer. <laughs> you know, so. Oh my gosh. They gotta, they gotta limit it. They gotta limit the scope of the event so that Brie is not on screen too much. Um, <laughs> You know, forget Brie, forget Brie Lawson. She's terrible, man. She's Brie, Brie is going to be Brie is going to be slipping slipping roofies into Monica Rambeau's drinks and shit during trash. the recording for Captain Marvel two, just trash. so that just so that Monica Rambeau doesn't like out act her in the she's film. Trash. Don't like her either. Hey, Brie. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, so. Moving on, from the the direct.com again, Chadwick Boseman would have wanted Black Panther recast, says brother. Here we go, y'all. This is the emotional shit right here. People get heated about this topic. They do. I don't, but, you know, some people do. Some people are very emotional about this subject. And I understand. I do. I understand why. So here we go. Black Panther will kind of forever maybe continuing the legacy of T'Challa to its current cast of characters. But the passing of Chadwick Boseman has still left a massive hole in the production. Uh, Letitia Wright's Shuri is currently poised to carry on the title. I don't know that, I don't know that as being official. I don't know where they're coming up with that. Though controversy and, and internal conflict may have impacted Marvel Studios' plans in that regard. Wright has reportedly refused to get vaccinated, which has led to several delays with filming and possibly caused Marvel to adjust the Black Panther sequel's ending. Another spoiler-filled plot point may provide a new avenue for the Black Panther mantle to continue without Wright, potentially paving the way for T'Challa's impact on the MCU to still be felt. Mm. One of the other suggested methods of continuing Black Panther in the MCU was to recast the role of T'Challa, though this option was reportedly never considered internally at Marvel Studios. Now, a relative of Bozeman has spoken on what they think the late actor would have wanted. According to the brother, speaking to TMZ, Chad Bozeman's brother, Derek Bozeman, stated that he believes the late actor would want the role of T'Challa to be recast in the Black Panther franchise. Derek claimed that Chadwick believed the role of T'Challa was larger than him and was aware of the character's impact and influence on impressionable fans. Impressionable fans. Bozeman's brother also cited other reasons for recasting the role, such as the fact that T'Challa acts as a positive role model for young Black viewers and their potential, which is taken away from them if the character is not continued in some form. Derek also mentioned the importance of seeing a black character in a position of authority. With the child's status as a black king, 
having a major impact on young African-American fans. Derek said that he has seen this firsthand through his nephew, who was inspired by Black Panther, to want to become a scientist when he grows older. Um, I was so inspired by Black Panther that uh, I did blackface the next day after I saw it. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? That is actually true, though, because like at the school that I work at, um, there's a there's a there's a large uh, African American population at the school I work at, and a lot of the boys and kids like they do have uh like Black Panther shirts, Black Panther backpacks, Black Panther lunch boxes. Like it's he's super influential, so he dude, is right you, on can, that. Dude, can you blame dude. those kids? Can you blame those kids, bro? There's Big not money at all. There's not, big, a single, there's not a single role model of, of that level in the black community to look up to beyond him. Who are you gonna look who are you gonna look to? LeBron James? No nope. joke he is. But hey guys, Honestly, I need to you know, I think if you you instead of recasting it, if you make a new character, he still and he plays it the way Bozeman played it, you're still gonna have that uh hero out there for the kids. I mean, well, it doesn't have to be T'Challa, <laughs> but uh, if you put someone of a similar stature that gives the that character the respect that Bozeman did, you know, I, I don't think you have to to recast it. Garner, um, hold on one second. I'll go right back to you. William, you got to go? Yeah, I got to roll out, guys. Thank you for having me on. I do appreciate it. Hey, brother. It's good seeing you again, bro. We love you, man. You, man. Thank you, guys. Love we'll y'all. take as much. We'll take as much as we can get from you, bro. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'll holler at y'all later. All right, man. See you, man. Gunner, back to you, bro. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, I, I, a hundred percent agree with everything that the brother said. Because, yeah, I mean, Black Panther is a huge role model for younger kids. Um, but I think if you, instead of recasting it, you put another character in that position. I think it could have that same effect on them. I don't think the fact that his name is T'Challa is what makes him the hero. It's his attitude and the, the way he acts, you know, I think so. If you, you do that with another character, um, I think it could have that same effect. Okay. Okay. Andrew. No. Yeah. I agree with Gunner. Um, like I for, like that part. I I hadn't thought about it that way, but the whole idea of like like these kids need uh, all the youth in general just needs this character to continue to exist in some capacity um, is a good point. Um, knowing knowing that his brother said that he would have liked that, like kind of makes it a little easier. Where like I think it's now much more acceptable. I, when the whole when he died, people didn't want to think about recasting because it seemed too soon and too, too disrespectful at the time. Now that we're what a little more than a year out, a year and a half out from when it happened, um, no, yeah, about a year out. I think now it's kind of not in bad taste to talk about that. And then like his brother saying that, I think is kind of like the the right pushing, you know, that we kind of need as a as a fandom to to go ahead and go ahead, you know, recast the character. So yeah, Jeff. Oh yeah, man, I, I love I love what his brother said. But I, I think you can do – they definitely have to, you know, get the character back going because there are a lot of kids that look up to that character right now, and it's good for that community. But, I mean, I'll tell you, they, they could do the same thing with Luke Cage. I mean, 
you know, if they if they would bring in Luke Cage into a separate thing, I guarantee you that would really uh, put a lot of inspiration into a lot of kids' eyes too. I think you know? I think some female nudity would be like some real role model material, you know, in the MCU. I mean, you know, if you think about it, that they've taken a lot of that out of out of TV. I mean, you know, there are no no heroes on TV anymore. You know, no, so he, no heroes or no breasts. Both, really. Heroic breasts. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, heroic breasts. Exactly. <laughs> I'll oh, tell God. you what. Um, like anything in life, uh, time tends to affect how you mm-hmm. feel about certain things, certain topics, certain decisions, and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, you end up sometimes maybe with a different opinion on something, you know, maybe you bend a little bit, maybe you get stronger on it, you know, like whatever. But, um, with me, um, my initial reaction to Chadwick Boseman dying was, he was a lion of a damn man, um, a lying of a man, um, and um, nobody could ever be a Black Panther as good as he was. Nobody could do it. There's not a single fucking actor out there that can play Black Panther like him. There's nobody. I don't care. I'm telling you right now. It's just reality. I mean, the guy goddamn embodied T'Challa, Black Panther. He embodied it. He encapsulated it to such a personal level to where, like, his visage, his actual face, like, you know, his stature as a human being was a uh, goddamn, like, model of the Black Panther. It became symbiotic, almost. And honestly, I'm kind of starting to get a little bit, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, I'm taking it in. The concept of like okay casting casting the role, I'm I'm willing to hear I'm willing to hear people out on it, but I refuse to waver. I still think that they shouldn't recast it. I do, unless it's like uh, Umbaka or something, whatever you know, what I mean? somebody from the Black Panther cast universe, but not friggin' um, Shuri, not Shuri. What if Killmonger, they recast Killmonger? Sure, I'd love to see Killmonger as Black Panther, but Shuri would make no damn sense logically as the Black Panther. She wouldn't. I kind of disagree in that. I think you're going to not only get that, uh, get that, uh, get the African American kids, but now you got the girls involved. Um, I think they could do some good things with Shuri. I think that she's upset a lot of people with her anti-vaxxing stance, and I think that's going to hurt her when it comes to them making that decision. Um, She's a great character. She was a great character, but yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to do it now. We got to have a stupid. We have a stupid Black Panther just to have girl power. I'm not the one that makes that decision. Hey, I'm just I'm just playing. At the end of the day. Shuri was the Black Panther in the comics, but that was a different Shuri. Different Shuri. That Shuri was bigger, taller, stronger, more muscular, could fight, was trained, trained in combat, was a leader. Our Shuri in the MCU is not a leader. She's not a king. Um, she's a scientist. She's an inventor. She does not do hand-to-hand combat. 
what if the next Black Panther is Storm? What if they introduce her in Wakanda forever? She be, she takes the mantle. I don't know how it would work logically because you have to remember the Black Panther becomes the king of Wakanda and has to be able to fight those one-on-one duels and shit there on that. Like, I mean, if they were going to give it to, to Suri, why not give it to Storm? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you if you threw Shuri in there and she had to fight Umbaka or whatever, one-on-one physically and shit, without powers or whatever, she'd get rocked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Storm, they wouldn't let Storm use her mutant powers in a one-on-one fight for, like, the king of Wakanda and the Black Panther. They wouldn't allow it. It would go against, like, the rules of, like, you know, of their whole thing. Um, You know, that, that I would love to see Mbaka, though, as the Black Panther. I thought Winston Duke was great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I do like the idea of Killmonger coming back, either at, either as Black Panther or just as Killmonger. I think he, I think he could be really impactful. You know what? I don't know. Maybe this is outside the box. What about just if they're going to recast? Recast? Killmonger or recast Michael B. Jordan as T'Challa. I don't know. It's weird. Mm, it's weird. What do you mean? Well, like, what do you mean? You're gonna bring the multiverse into it? No, I mean just. I mean they they replaced Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle. Yeah, but yeah, but um, like, I know it's weird. It's weird. I'm not. I'm not saying to do that, but that, that's an idea. If they're gonna recast it with anyone. Nah, the only way I could see the Killmonger angle working is if it was actually like a scroll disguised as Killmonger. Because that's the only way you can bring back Killmonger that wouldn't feel like cheap. Like, how did he come back from dead? Uh, He just did. Like, unless he was like a scroll or something. Vibranium, dude. Vibranium fixes everything. Heals everything. There's no, is there a Marvel equivalent of like the pit of Lazarus or no? Or Lazarus pit or no? There isn't, right? I'm not sure. Okay, so yeah, that wouldn't work then. <laughs> All right. But either way, Killmonger was a pretty solid villain in Black Panther. Oh, yeah, he was terrific. The movie itself, um, the the idea or the concept of the fact that it got nominated for a freaking Academy Award for Best Picture is delusional. But Killmonger as a villain, Michael B. Jordan in that movie, he was pretty effective, pretty good. Um just my take. Anybody have any last thoughts on this article, this topic, anything Chadwick Boseman related, anything Black Panther, whatever? No, I said my piece. All right. No, I'm good. All right. All right, gentlemen. Let's move on. Let's grind some more. Back to Hawkeye. Hawkeye finale trailer reveals new footage of Kingpin from, again, the direct.com. Marvel Studios' Hawkeye is building up to an epic finish with the season finale coming on December 22nd, 2021, likely closing out the year with a bang in the MCU streaming sphere. Thanks to its uh, penuptulate episode, fully delivering Florence Pugh's Yelena Belova, and giving Kingpin fans hope for the future, the hype for the show's finale is skyrocketing. 
for the past few months, seeing former Netflix star Vincent D'Onofrio offer constant teases about his kingpin potentially becoming MCU canon, particularly after rumors pointed to this being the case in Hawkeye, this only increased in volume and intensity when the show started streaming, particularly with that fateful moment in episode three when Maya Lopez's uncle first appeared on screen. Combine these teases in universe with D'Onofrio's suspicious social media activity, and it seemed inevitable that the kingpin of crime would find his way into this story. In the final moments of episode five, those teases turned into full-blown mayhem amongst the fan base with the train to Fisk Station moving full speed ahead. Marvel Studios' kingpin is here. Warning, this article contains spoilers, spoilers for episode five of Hawkeye, whatever. Marvel Studios released a 30-second promo for the final episode of Hawkeye. The spot was titled The Boss. Included in the footage was a shot of Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk, Kingpin. And that's it with the article. There's nothing interesting with the rest of it. We saw the teaser. We watched the promo. I wanted to take a break with it before we get into the article. So go to you, Gunner. What are your thoughts on the overall impact of the Kingpin in the MCU? Not just Hawkeye, not just whatever. In overall impact of the MCU. It's game-changing because it legitimizes the Netflix universe. Because the Netflix universe... They mentioned the events of the MCU, but the MCU never admitted the knowledge of these Netflix characters or the Defenders universe, whatever you want to call it. So bringing in Kingpin essentially brings in, you know, Matt Murdock and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and Power Man and all those. And I'll tell you what, I love the fact that it's going to bring more questions than answers. Because if you remember, Mahershala Ali was already in. Uh, kind mouth. Yeah, he was kind mouth. And uh, uh, Alfred Woodard was also in, uh, in Luke Cage and she was in Civil War. But of course, uh, Gemma Chang was in Captain Marvel and in. Uh, uh, Eternals. Eternals. Same thing with Michelle Yeoh. She was in uh, Guardians 2. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's happened before. But uh, I know I just love that that now these characters, I, I enjoyed the majority of the Netflix stuff. Um, I'm excited that, that they are now, they can be brought in at any time. Yeah, me too. Me too. Jeff. Oh, exactly what, what Gunnar was saying, dude. It opens the door up for for all those characters to come back in. I hope he I hope he sticks. I hope they stick him in and keep him around. I hope it's not just you know a flash in the pan, which I don't think it is. I think I think this opens the door up for everything because they've already what they already leaked out that uh, Charlie Cox is coming back in. So you know they know they're going to have the Daredevil. It just opens up right. the door up for a lot of things, man. We'll get Elektra in there. A different elector, not Jennifer Garner, you know. Uh, and maybe they'll introduce, you know, a lecturer in something, you know, during some of these other shows. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it John definitely Bernthal opens up the, the perfect Punisher in, in that. Uh, yeah, John Bernthal's awesome. Great. I've what? been re-watching that. Let's, let's be, let's be uh, factual on this. 
Kevin Feige officially announced that Charlie Cox's Daredevil is in the MCU. It is. It he said deal. that when Daredevil appears in the MCU, he will be played by Charlie. There you go. <laughs> so there we go. There you go. And then, and then if you've seen Spider-Man, you know what's up. That's all I'll say. No spoilers. D mega doo doo. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's funny every time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you like that, Gunner? I mean, I've seen that a hundred times. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. And she still is a better actor than Brie Larson. <laughs> Anyways, um, Andrew. As far as the Kingpin goes, mm-hmm. how widespread of an impact do you think the Kingpin could have in the MCU? <laughs> I like that you use those exact words, widespread impact. So I'm just thinking of like how like how big. far <laughs> can get? How, how much could, how much could they stretch him out? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, okay. So we know we're getting a for sure Spider-Man another trilogy. I mean, let's why not just you know throw them in there together and have like a proper like you know good like you know the animated series. Andrew, I don't mean to cut you off, but good damn point. In the comic books, Kingpin is a major villain, not just for Daredevil, but for Peter Parker. And Michael Clark Duncan voiced him in the Spider-Man cartoon in the early two thousands. It was great. But Andrew, go ahead, go ahead, keep on going, keep on going. I'm gonna make this quick because I gotta go make a call real quick. But um, yeah, I I think he he he's kind of been involved with a lot of like the New York like lower level like characters. Like his impact, <laughs> again that word that pun intended is felt all around. Like I'm thinking, well, I don't know much about like his comic history, but I'm thinking of like animated. Like we know like, obviously Daredevil and like, Spider Man, but like he has ties to like so many of the what's that? What's the what's the the fictional equivalent to the mafia, the, the magia, or whatever. Magia. Right? magia, there you go. Like he, ha- he's like the criminal, like underworld, like you know, main guy. So he can have like street level, like heroes. He has like ties everywhere. So definitely, there's um, as long as uh, D'Onofrio wants to play him, I think we can they can utilize him in a lot of ways. It doesn't have to be like a big, you know, world ending scenario. Like you can just put him in, like he, hey, he's got his hands involved in like this money laundering scheme, or like you know. He's just he can be in anything. So um, I'm sorry, that's kind of like a vague answer. I'm just kind of just spitballing here, just thinking like to me, like the obvious next move would be somehow him having to be involved with Spider Man, whether it's like I don't know, uh, does the same thing to like he did at Hell's Kitchen, probably does it to um, Queens or something. I don't know. So the we call it the there's a word for it where you like purchase property and then you make it more expensive or whatever or cheap. Um, you guys know the word I'm thinking of. It's where you force people out of the gentrification. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. So who knows? All right. I got to go, guys. Thanks for having me on. Peace. Andrew, we love you, brother. See you, Andrew. Big hit, bud. And there was three. Hey, you never know on the bleeding edge, man. Before you know it, randomly, people might pop up and be on the show. and We might be, we might be five again. Give it a minute. Give it a minute. The night is young. So, um, sticking with this article, next question. Um, what do you think about what Andrew said, Gunner? 
do you think that the 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 obvious logical choice would be to insert Kingpin into the next Spider-Man trilogy in some way? Um, I mean, would it be great? Yeah, of course. Um, I think Sony is done with the MCU as far as Spider-Man. Um, I wait think... a minute. Hold on. You know, Amy Pascal said like two weeks ago that they're doing another trilogy. Correct, but she didn't say it has anything to do with the MCU. Yes, he no, but so she did say. I no, think. Hold on, she did say, and he'll be back in the MCU. Yeah, but she kind of backtracked that because uh, she at first said, "Yeah, with Tom Holland," and then she backed up and she said, "Well, I mean, maybe not necessarily with Tom Holland. I mean, I think the future of Spider Man is going to be Miles Morales anyway." So I just I. I don't know how much more Sony wants to give their property to uh, Disney. And I think what's going to happen is I think it's going to, it's going to tank the product. Gunny, the the Sony Marvel studios dynamic and relationship is not going anywhere. And the reason why is because Sony is not stupid. They understand the fandom and they know that if they literally broke off from Marvel Studios and just took Tom Holland and started making Spider-Man films, straight Sony. Took Marvel Studios out of the equation. No more Marvel logo in the beginning of the movies. The fans would fucking go crazy. And they are arrogant enough to think that we made an awesome Spider-Man movie into the Spider-Verse, which was amazing. We made that without uh, Kevin Feige. We can do it ourselves. That's just the the uh the balls they have and i think it'll fail it'll it'll turn out to be another amazing spider-man i still believe that marvel studios still has a lot of impact and creative control when and i really 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 hope you're right i really do i I honestly believe it gunner i do i think that sony's not stupid they know they know how well they know how good marvel studios is at what they do so I think that they do, as much as maybe they don't like it, I think they do let Kevin Feige, his inner circle, um, you know, parts of their team, I think they do bring them in and let them have an impact. On Honestly, if, if, if they're smart, they make a deal with Marvel and they say, look, we will, we will, we will give everything to you. We'll give you Morbius. We'll give you Craven. We'll give you uh, Peter Parker. We'll give you Miles. We'll give you everything. It's going to be part of the MCU. We request one movie a year that you have to make with our characters. And we get 80% of the profits uh, from that one movie a year. Any other movie that you bring in, you can have full range to any of our characters. Anytime you put one of our characters in your movie, we get, 15% profit. But wait a minute. But, but wait they a minute. need to hand it to Feige and then the, and the MCU and but let wait a them. You're talking about Disney buying out Spider-Man back? No, I'm saying if they want, they should keep their, they should come to an agreement where Sony is not going to make Spider-Man. They're not going to make Marvel movies without the MCU. Okay. So like right okay. now, my uh, Morbius and uh, uh, Venom movies, the MCU had nothing to do with that. So I think they need to say we're giving you our whole our whole toy box. We're giving it to you. Give us one movie a year where we're going to take the majority of the profits. Give us one like they did with Far From Home. If they give them one movie a year, you know, but and then you could take it anytime. I think I think that's something that 
they could work out. But again, I, I just think these film studios are so arrogant and so, oh, well, it's not going to happen to me this time. When it, when their track record is, is not that great a lot of time, like Fox, I, I mean, Fox thought that there that after days of future past that they were just going to kill it. Thanks to the MCU and thanks to Deadpool. But I mean, I hate to say it. How terrible was, uh, were the last two X-Men? Nah, nah, honestly, no, you're right. Gunner Jeff, you want to get in here? Oh, I'm totally agreeing with what he's saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I think if Sony was to take over Spider-Man, they're going to ruin it. I mean, I just, that's just my own thought, but, you know, I don't think that'll happen. I think they know that. I think they know that. Yeah, I don't think they want to mess with the, with Marvel as far as, you know, like financially. I don't think they want to even try to. I mean, we'll see what happens with Morbius. I mean, it's interesting. Morbius. Michael Keaton in it. Is he playing the vulture? And then we see the Morbius mention Venom. So what the heck is going? I'm seeing that movie just because I'm confused. <laughs> like, Morbius, Morbius is going to be in the MCU. He is. I hope so. Yeah, that'll be cool. Then he again, is. why would he mention Venom though? He's going to be in the MCU. They're going to want him for the Midnight Suns when they put that together with Ghost Rider. The yeah, because they're going to have to have him now that they've got Blade in there. I mean, then all the supernatural stuff that they're introducing. You know, um, I don't know. I, I didn't so. realize that Morbius comes out as soon as it does. I had no idea. I, I thought it come out like in the spring. Yeah, no, it's coming out what February? Uh, uh, even January, January, January. Yeah, like that? yeah, January. I've got a bad feeling about Morbius. I got to be honest with you, I do. I just, I'm not a big Jared Leto fan, but that's just me. I'm telling you, from my from my take on the trailers for Morbius, I honestly don't think it's going to be that great. I don't think it's going to. He's a I good actor, you know. I I don't think it's going to be a high level film. No, I don't either. But I don't know, Jeff. But it, it may it may flat open up and kick ass, you know. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. I would have said that about Twilight, man. You know what I'm saying? And I would have been just completely wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If if they wanted me to be in Twilight, I would kill myself first. That's how right. I would, that's I, how I would have never thought that it would have done as well as it did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, either way, I don't know. I've never watched Twilight. I've never watched a Twilight movie. And um, I can tell you right now, um, I could be offered a, a foursome tomorrow night with three chicks, and I still will not watch a Twilight movie to do that. I won't do it. I'm telling you, it's not happening. Can't I don't do know. It. it depends on the chicks. No, no, <laughs> no. Unless it was Brie Larson. <laughs> That maybe, you know, maybe if she had, if she had her Captain Marvel butch haircut, you know, cause I was feeling that. I like that. Uh, but anyways, so moving on from article to article, 
as the computer downloads. It's slow. Or I'm slow. Could be both. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and real quick, just uh, cut this off real quick and go ahead and uh, finish this uh, this segment off, this video off. But we've been going for a minute. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say goodbye, everybody, and call this off so we can jump on to our next segment, which is going to be a massive, awesome, freaking banging one, and have that be like an isolated individual event so we can package it like that. So anyways, to the fandom, this is the MCU's Bleeding Edge with Jeff, B, Gunner, and True Knowledge in the house. Peace out. We'll see you soon.